Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, what's happening? Welcome to another edition of the Player and the Fan. I am yours truly, David Noel, the Player, and we got my beautiful esteemed co-host, Miss Kiara. <laughs> How you doing? I'm fine. Crazy. What's Hey, oh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell y'all, Kiera's energy was hella low before we started this podcast. I need her to turn it up a little bit. Well, well, the fact that I just need for David to become a gazillionaire so I can just sit at his pool and watch his kids as a full-time nanny to make that life happen for me. And so until you become a gazillionaire, I <laughs> got to get out way. in these streets and work. That's, 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 that's the only way. And I get it. I get it. I'm out here hustling too. And, and, but, but again, the hustle will pay off. So excited to get to this episode though. I am. It's very long overdue. Um, cause we haven't spoken since before Carolina went to Vegas, which was like the second week of December. So yeah, it was, it was, now it was, uh, it was the 17th. Yeah. They played on the 18th. Yeah. I think it was mid December. So yeah. you're talking before Christmas, before the holidays before New Year's, and it's 2022 now. It doesn't feel like it though for me. I feel, you know what? I, mean, I don't know. Maybe I do need to get my energy because I feel like 2021 has just ran concurrent. Like I don't feel like the newness hasn't hit yet. Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely agree with that. I, but, I don't know if it's a pandemic or what, but like usually the new year, you just feel refreshed, and I just haven't felt it. I still feel that weight of 2021 on me. So. Yeah, you got to let that go. You got to woosah that. Mm -hmm. Get your pressure points. You got to hit your pressure points. Well, I start my bar classes off. on Sunday, so. You start your who class? My bar classes. Like, what, what, well, what do you mean? It's the gym. The gym. Oh, oh. <laughs> Jesus. I was getting ready to become a lawyer on your boy or something. <laughs> hey, I passed the bar. I was so confused over here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I thought Kiara was going to be a lawyer. <laughs> I, like I hate it. you. Hey, man, you know. Hey, workouts, all that good stuff. 2022 is going to turn over and be exactly what everybody's expecting it to be. Better so. than 2021. I hope so. That's it. That's a, that's a, and, and, if, and if your 2021 was great, it's still going to be better. That's it. Yeah, that's you're right. That's it. Well, before we go into um, our lineup, I do want to point this out. This was um, a stat by Adrian Atkinson that happened on December 15th of last year, um, because you're not on Twitter. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm just, on there. I just, no, you know. you're not on Twitter. Anyway, so he tweeted that Leaky Black, and this again was December 15th, Leaky Black currently has 398 rebounds, 199 assists, 96 steals, and 44 blocks in his Carolina career. If he ends up with 400, 200, 150, which I'm sure he's closer now since um, the last few games, is, this right. tweet was tweeted, he become the fifth Tar Heel in that club joining, why are you, are you smiling yet? No. James Worthy, George Lynch, David Noel, and Danny Green. 400, 200, 150. David, how? Well, you were the 400, man. 400 what? 400. I don't, I'm assuming it's based on the lineup he stated. So 400 rebounds, 200 uh -huh. assists, yeah. 100 steals, and 50 blocks in your Carolina career at least. And only five Tar Heels have done that. Well, he, I think he becomes a fifth, but either way, only four Tar Heels have done that since this list. Um, James Worthy, George hey, Lynch, you dope. and Danny. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Like, like when you when you when you plan, like you don't necessarily keep up with stats. I think I think the one stat I did keep up with was uh well not necessarily kept up with. Um, I think I looked back at was the points. Like mm -hmm. I was hella close to becoming a thousand point scorer in North Carolina and didn't make it. I think I was at like nine sixty or something and nine eighty. So a couple of them games, especially my senior year when coach took me out early, I was a little pissed. <laughs> but, but no, I did not know that. That's dope. That's dope stuff. And and so, but again, like a, as we talk about Leaky Black, 
like Leaky Black has always been that kind of Swiss Army knife, right? Yeah, like he's right. been he's been that guy that can that can do a little bit of everything on the floor. I think the the piece uh, with Leaky Black is like offensively, I just think he's just a little bit too much of a liability, and and I don't think it's because of what he can do. Like, I think he, I think, honestly, I think he can play. I bet you, I bet you if they was out there one-on-one, Leaky yeah. would take shots. Yeah. Leaky yeah. would get to the rim. Leaky would do a lot of the things that, that he's very, very capable of doing. I just think his confidence just isn't there. And, you know, unfortunately, this is his senior year. So um, if it doesn't happen now, it won't happen at all. So but we'll, you know, again, I'm still a firm believer in North Carolina goes as leaky black goes. Right. So as a coach, how do you, I, for lack of better words, correct confidence, not particularly, you know, singling out leaky, but just mm-hmm. in general, how do you correct confidence? Um, coach Davis is very adamant whenever he goes into conferences, he always says you can't coach energy and effort. But in rebuilding a player's confidence, what does that look like for a coach? You can absolutely coach that. And that, and that begins in practice. That begins in uh, just concentrating on the work that you're putting in. Um, so as a, as a coach, you can structure uh, like mindful reps. And, and I, I like to use that word a lot, um, mindful, because sometimes sometimes players just get in the gym just to work out right like they get in the gym and they they get up shots just to get up shots or they 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 get up shots and they aren't game shots and so a lot of times you go and you get your shots up but then those aren't the shots that you're actually going to take in the game right so like what are we doing and so for for a guy like Leaky, not to say that he's doing this again, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from the outside looking in, just like everybody else. But for a guy like Leaky, I truly believe that if he concentrates on the work that he's put in over the course of his career, and not only in in, in college but also in high school, and I think that's what he needs to tap back into mm-hmm. some of the high school Leaky that that came out. Um, four years ago to say, hey, man, I'm, I'm capable of doing this because Leaky was a problem in high school. That's how he ended up yeah. at the University of North Carolina. You know what I mean? Like, we don't, like, North Carolina doesn't go out and just recruit scrubs. Like, I, now I get it. There are times where a player's development doesn't go specifically the way that you thought it would. But I, I truly do believe that, that Leaky Black, because he shows flashes of it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like he'll show a flash for a game and then it's like another flash six games later, another flash five games later. But I think the piece of it is, especially with Leaky, is just consistently having that confidence that he is the guy that everybody thinks he is. Now he does it on the defensive end. And I and I've watched a few games, um, or well, all of their games since uh they got smacked by Kentucky. But we'll get to that. But I think he can be the catalyst and the battery in the back that drives North Carolina to a new heights, um, especially if he can if he can offensively wake up just a little bit. Well, speaking of Kentucky, um, we're going to discuss the last three <laughs> the last three games. Uh, USC has won the last seven of their eight. Um, those games, uh, mostly being at home, uh, the one game that they lost is the Kentucky 98, 69 in Las Vegas. They did. <laughs> like, and so I was there. I was, I was, you in were, Vegas you were. Okay, good. We didn't yeah. know if you were going. Okay. So you went. Yeah. So I, I was there for that game and did you turn your it, shirt inside out? Nah, because I had all my go-go stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I wasn't even so I wasn't even repping North Carolina like that, but um because <laughs> we were we were fresh out of practice. So I came right from practice over. Um actually kind of got there like probably two minutes into the game. So the game had already started by the time I got there, but we we just didn't look good. 
Like we didn't look good at all. And, and, and to coach Davis's point, the energy and effort just was not there. When I say Kentucky outplayed us in every phase of the game, they, they constantly, they, they, they won every 50, 50 ball. Mm -hmm. um, any, anytime communication, they, they were loud talking, um, offensive rebounds, they got, they knocked down shots. Like we, we just couldn't, we just couldn't get right. And honestly, outside of Mondo, like nobody, nobody else played well. And, and I, and I think that's a stinker a little bit because of the stage that it was on again, right, CBS right, classic, right, you out in, right. you out in Vegas. And another thing too, NBA scouts was out there. Yeah. So maybe, maybe them lights was just a little too bright for some of our guys. Like maybe, maybe they just aren't built for, for that type of stage, but we have to make sure that somehow, some way we turn that piece of it around and the energy and effort that, that uh, coach Davis talks about, it definitely has to continue to be there on a nightly basis. Okay, so during that uh, Carolina loss, UNC lost by 29 points, which is the largest defeat uh, since 2012. And it was Kentucky's largest win over UNC since 1950. Uh, Carolina shot one for 13 from three point range. And yeah, um, I think every worst step possible happened during that game. Uh, like you stated, Armando Baycott led with 22 points and 10, re 10 rebounds, excuse me. And he scored 17 of Carolina's 29 points in the first half. Mm -hmm. um, so my, my question is, because we've seen this a lot, you know, uh, to me this season anyway, where it's, the first half is always just one player. Like, I feel like one player has a team on their back until the second half, possibly late in the second half. Um, what does UNC have to do to make sure, I guess, they do play as a team, but so so much so that it doesn't have to be just one person all the time because it's, it may be Armando this game, but the next game it may be Dawson Garcia, or it just feels like there's always just one player that lifts the, the heavy load first. Um, is that just another energy and effort point? That, that, that? No, okay. no, like because <laughs> no, energy and effort, I, like the energy and effort that, that coach Davis is talking about are those play, are those 50, 50 plays are those, are those, as soon as the ball is tipped, I'm in your grill. I'm there. I'm, I'm here. I have North Carolina stamped across my chest and I got my name on the back. So I'm representing two entities that should yeah. be here, focused, ready to go on a nightly basis. That part of it, especially when you got North Carolina tattooed on the front of your chest, like you, like that can't happen. Mm. And in the, in the Kentucky game, Kentucky came out and smacked us. And then they smacked us again. And then they smacked us again. <laughs> and next thing you know, we lose by 30. And so... Um, so I don't think it's, I don't think it's that as far as, you know, one guy like carrying the load for us, like the last couple games that I've watched, like I, I really kind of felt like it was a, it was a team effort. Like you get, you get your Mondos who, who shine a little bit brighter. You get your Caleb's who shine a little bit brighter, but I think, why are you making that face? I don't know that, David. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just. No, but go ahead. We, they, you know, no, you can go ahead. Go ahead. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Go ahead. <laughs> I just don't know. I, 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 maybe I'm watching it in a totally different lens. Um, I just feel are like you, I, are you, are you watching it from who's scoring perspective? Are you, mm -hmm. so when you say carrying us, mm -hmm. are you talking about only offensively? I am. You're right. I am. You're right. Yeah. I hate it, but you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And, 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 and I get it. Like, that's, that's fine. Because like when you, when you, when you, when you go back and you look at the box scores and, 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 and let me apologize, like even now, because I just said that like Armando was the only one, like his energy and effort was there, but also Ant Harris energy and effort was there doing the Kentucky game. Now his numbers don't reflect that, but Ant Harris was, 
I'm talking about busting his butt on every single play. You know what I'm now, now, guys played hard. Like, like they played hard. It just didn't translate yeah. to, you know, what you thought it should, especially against a, king, a team like Kentucky. So, um, but I, I think the last couple of games, guys have kind of came out and been like, listen, we're going to do this thing together. Like when, when Mondo goes out, um, Dawson picks it up. Yeah. Caleb picks it up. Like Brady Manic has been really, really good for us. Yeah. Like over yeah. the last couple of games. So again, like I'm excited where this team is. Um, and again, like, bro, we what, 10 and three right now? Yes. So Number. looking at, yeah, looking at the other two games, um, the last two games that Carolina has played, um, Carolina defeated App State 70 to 50. Um, and Kerwin Walton hit two three-pointers, his first three-pointers <laughs> since Purdue. Um, and Manic had his best with 23 points. And Harris had his best with 21. Um, and then Kerwin had his best at 10. Um, and then following with Boston College that they played a couple of days ago, um, Sunday, I believe it was, Carolina defeated them 91 to 65. Kind of hated it because... I didn't hate it per se because I, I do like Boston College's coach and I do think that he'll do a fantastic job there. But right. um, they lost terribly. Like it, it was just Carolina whooped them. Yeah. They did, and they did. and they were supposed to. Like you're, you're right, were, you're right. A lot of their guys were out. Yeah, and so that's that's what you're supposed to do to a team that's depl depleted like that. Yeah, like uh, like Coach Grant is is great. Yeah. Um, he did a heck of a job at, at College of Charleston before mm -hmm. he got there. Um, That's a heck so, of a I, leap, too. I, I love that he it, – usually it takes a while for a coach to get to a, a premier um, school or conference like the ACC mm -hmm. from College of Charleston to Boston College. Like, that's huge. So it's very, it, it is huge. I, I, I will Especially say – a black that, coach. Yeah, but sometimes sometimes – we have to take the tougher jobs to make that move. Yeah. And Boston College is a tough job. Like yeah. if we've been, if we've been real, Boston College is like they they were good. I know they were good in 2006. I know they were good in 2007. They were good with Tyrese Rice a few years after that. But then since then, like they've been kind of up and down. You know what I mean? They they had uh they had the kid Robinson, uh Jerome Robinson. Uh what's the kid with the red hair? They they had that one two punch with Robinson and I remember I can't Bowman. think of his name. Bowman. Yes, Bowman. yeah, yes, yes. Bowman. Yeah. So like they had that one two punch, but they they really didn't win a lot. They had they had good players, but they really didn't win a lot. So I think when 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 you have a guy like Coach Grant who is who was at the stop of you know College of Charleston, who had probably kind of reached the heights of what he could do there a job like Boston College comes open, you you kind of want to roll the dice on that. Right. And, and he did. And and I think and I think it'll take him a couple of years to get, you know, his style of guys in there. But heck of a coach, like excited to see what he does with this opportunity. But uh the, the game against North Carolina just wasn't a it wasn't a wasn't any type of competition. And, and and we played really, really well. We played solid, especially defensively. Um yeah, I, I was I was kind of proud of what we did uh, to kind of continue to build that that resume, especially in the ACC with ACC games. USC defeated Boston College ninety one to sixty five. That twenty six point win was Carolina's largest of the season, um, with um, of course Baycott having another double double, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, it was the third time since nineteen ninety eight where four Tar Heels scored. 17 points or more, uh, Love with 22, Baycott 18, and Davis and Manick um, had 17. And there's one more point I wanted to bring up and I want to talk about was uh, freshmen, DeMarco and Dontrez mm -hmm. um, came into the game and they had more than two minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> finally getting their feet wet they scored their career highs with six and four points with DeMarco hitting a really big three um and a of really course we talked three. to he told me was it like they were winning but you know it was, right. I just, 
as a freshman, you know, coming in and shooting a three, I, I don't know. Man, you're just man. kind of excited. You're okay. me. You're especially excited because you wanted to see what these kids can do in a game um, because we haven't really seen them play. So I know we talked about this before with um, holding, not holding back freshmen. I, I don't know the proper terms to use that to make it sound better, but um, having freshmen sit. Um, developing freshmen. Deve- there we go. Developing freshmen. Um, and to see them play was exciting. So as a coach, um, I know you're going to say it's practice. I know you are. Why am I asking you this question? But what did you like seeing DeMarco and Dontrez and how can they increase those minutes? And you're going to say freaking practice. I'm not, I'm not going to say practice. Oh, okay. (laughs) So what did you see from those two freshmen that you would want to see more of to improve their minutes on the floor? Um, what I saw, I, I like their aggressiveness. I like the fact that they came out and they were aggressive. Like, like they they came in and wanted to take shots. They came in that like they they weren't out there just trying to run the play and move the right. ball. Like Demarco got that thing one time on the wing and was like, bah, bah, bah. he got his right. bag. You know what <laughs> I mean? So, and, and, and that's and that's the confidence that you want to see. So for me. It's confidence. It's just a continued. So I'm lying. I will say it's practice because yep. that's where you build your that's where you build your confidence. <laughs> but it is though, like it is, like, like that's where they're gonna continue to build their confidence right now. Cause it's not gonna be a lot of game minutes. You know what I mean? So hopefully the 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 the, the 10 minutes and the 11 minutes that they got respectively, they can take that and continue to build their confidence, but continue to do that in practice. And then hopefully, again, down the road, whether it's the next game or the game after that, whatever Coach Davis feels as far as throwing them in the game, whatever minutes that they get, they just do it confidently. And and that's the, and that's the biggest thing. Like, as a freshman, you don't want to destroy their confidence, so to speak. Now, okay. now, do they need to get better? Absolutely. Dontrez got in that thing one time and just was tripping, like the first couple of plays, but then he finally got to the rim and he laid it up. You, you know, you hit another bucket after that. Um, so, but again, the development that they will have will continue to develop in practice. And then the confidence will also do the same. And hopefully that piece of it just kind of stays where it is. All right, well, coming up on Wednesday, Carolina will travel to Indiana to play Notre Dame at 9 p.m. on ESPN2. Um, you know what? I don't know how this game is going to go. UNC and Notre Dame. Notre Dame beat Kentucky, UNC. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's and then they have, and then Notre Dame lost to Boston College, but Carolina beat Boston College. Um, and... Um, yeah, Carolina. Carolina they lead the series. Win. Yeah, they lead the series twenty-seven to eight. Um, they are five and three at Notre Dame, though. So this yeah. is a road game. So I mean, that kind of you know evens it back out a little bit. Um, coach Bray knows what he's doing. Like, and, and like he's a great coach. Like, like most of the coaches. Yeah. In, in the ACC, um, all, all of the coaches. Um, I think. I honestly think what it's going to boil down to is kind of what we alluded to earlier. Is it going to be a one-man show or will it be a team effort like it has been over the last couple of games? So again, if we go out and we play like we did against Boston College where we got four guys in double figures and, and, and we move the ball the way that we did and we rebound the way that we did and we defend especially the way that we did, then, then this should be a win for North Carolina. Um, will it be a staple win? No, I don't think so. But at the end of the day, any win in the ACC, especially on the road, is yeah, like it's it's huge. It's huge. So we'll see what happens. And, and especially because you you still you got a nice little gauntlet coming up after that. Mm, you got Virginia, Virginia, you got Georgia Tech, and Miami. Miami, yes, Miami. yes, yeah, yeah. Miami ain't playing no games. Miami is <laughs> Miami ain't playing no games. It was only a matter of time, though. 
Like it was, it was, it was only a matter of time. Like I, I, I yeah. it, what, every five years. It was yeah. This about five years, ain't yeah. it? Something like that. <laughs> every five years, man. And Miami. they're at Miami too. That's gonna be yeah. a really, really good game. And you, yeah. yeah. I'm also kind of low key, very, very low key. I'm looking forward to this Wake Forest game too. Yeah, Wake Forest. Wake Forest is definitely impressive. Very lucky they are. They're 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 yeah. they're doing well, but under the radar. It, it's they're, like you see it, but you're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm peeping what Coach Forbes is doing. Um, and I, I'm and it's at Wake Forest. It's going to be a lot of Carolina fans there because yeah, for some I reason mean, Wake Forest fans don't show up. Yeah, they no travel well. We definitely travel well in Winston, so we always have a whole little fan section there. Well, again, Carolina plays Notre Dame tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, January 5th at 9 p.m. on ESPN2. Um, before we head into outside the ACC right now, Georgia Tech and Duke are playing. Duke has not played in a week or so, I think since – the ending of December, maybe. Yeah, um, it was like, yeah, it was like yeah they've had COVID and other not they have COVID, but their games has canceled due to COVID. Yeah. What do you does Georgia Tech have any uh any chance or or Duke is just really gonna? You know, I've seen no. What do you think? I ain't gonna say that. What do you What do you think? No, they ain't got no shot. Okay. Like that, the zone. Well, no. Well, let me back up. Let me back up on that. (laughs) Because so, so here's the thing with Duke, right? Like Duke this year isn't really shooting the ball well from three. And the zone that Georgia Tech plays like entices that. Now, will they be able to rebound out of that zone? Will they be able to run and get easy, fast break points? I think that's going to be the deciding factor of the game. And, and and if Duke can mess around and make threes, then they win this game easily. Um, Benchero, like he, like that man's a monster. And 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 if, and if Kills can start making shots, because he came out as a shooter, like he's he's known to be a shooter. So like if he can start making shots, like that team gets really really dangerous. Um, but to Georgia Tech's defense, that the zone that they play. It's, it's funky, like it changes from a one three one to a two three to a three two to a back to a. It's, it's all kind of movements inside of that joint, and so if you if you can't figure it out or if you can't knock down shots, then it could be a long night for Duke, or at least or at least Georgia Tech can make it a close game. Mm. Well, looking at the overall ratings, um, oh ranking, excuse me. Um, Miami is at the top, um, mm-hmm. but they're not ranked. They aren't. They are not ranked. Um, they just play most ACC games, though. That's why. I mean, they're okay. three and zero right now, and Louisville is three and zero as well. Right. So, looking at the top twenty-five, does the top five even surprise you? Like, it just it can't. The top five cannot surprise you. Baylor, no. Duke, Purdue, Gonzaga. UCLA. No. Is there any team on this top 25 that kind of you're giving a side eye to, or is everyone pretty valid up here? Um, not necessarily a side eye, but of course, as you can, as you continue to go down the list, like that, that top five is like, Definitely, your final four teams. Yeah, yeah. Huh? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that because they, because they. I, I think. I think. First, I think everything is definitely going through Baylor, but nonetheless, um, like they, because they, man, they, they're really, really good defensively. Like it, it's, it's absolutely stupid how good they are defensively. I, I recently um, tweeted that I do not think. The ACC, not the ACC. I don't think that the NCAA trophy comes back to the East, to the East Coast for a very long time. Not very long time, but it's been fun outside of Duke, maybe. But it's been fun. Not really fun. 
but I like seeing talent go to other schools outside of your normal schools, like going to Baylor, going to Purdue, going, you know, I, I just like seeing how talent, you know, is starting to spread and it's not just in your typical Carolina Duke, Kentucky, Kansas schemes. Um, and I don't see the NCAA trophy coming back to the East Coast. It definitely Damn. isn't coming back through Duke. Like I, yeah. So I, 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 I might agree with that. Like I might agree with that. I like mean, just based, the talent- of, just based off of the top 25, like you got one team mm-hmm. like in the top 25 or in the mm-hmm. top 15 that's considered East Coast, right? Right, or, right. So, um, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, when when you when you look when you look at and, and I I had this conversation with one of my uh with one of my coaches like yesterday, and he was like, man, I think all across the board, college basketball is down. And I said, I said I don't I wouldn't necessarily say that it's down. For me, I think college basketball has done exactly what you just said all of the top tier talent just isn't going to just your North yeah. Carolina, your Dukes, your Kentuckys. Like Kentucky for a second was like the one and done factory. Yeah. Like, like they had all every, you, you talking five, six, seven, eight recruits. Then Duke started doing the same thing. Then, then I said this a couple of years ago with Wendell, uh, Wendell Moore's class. I said, the best thing that happened to Duke was they got a class that they that weren't one and one and done. And so now you have that residual. You have that, because think about it. If Wendell Moore wasn't on this team right now for Duke, what would they look like? Mm-hmm. They would probably look like some trash. Mm-hmm. They would now I ain't gonna say some trash. They would probably Mediocre. look decent, but the dang sure wouldn't be 11 and right. one. Right. No question. So again, but then you got a team like Baylor sitting at the top. You got teams like Gonzaga. And that's that's where a lot of the top recruits are starting to go now. That's yeah. where a lot of transfers yeah. want to go now. You know what I'm saying? UCLA has, has done a great job of reviving its, yeah. uh, Agreed. its program. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I just think there's shit, USC 12-0 and 0 right now, undefeated. So, like, you got guys who are like coaching their butts off, but also recruiting their butts off. And I think that's what you're starting to see. You're starting to see that that parity in the college game where all of the top recruits and and you're starting to see the, the development and also what the trans, trans, uh, transfer portal can do for you. You know what's funny? Um, this randomly popped in my head, but um the nil i know this is totally left field with this but the nil does not look what i thought it will look like i don't know why i was expecting all the players to be decked out in jewels from head <laughs> to toe but i just i guess expected a different picture of the name image and likeness um what do what, you what think was, I, what was your expectation of it i don't know i guess i was thinking that it was going to be like just high revenue like kids really ranking it in uh, huge signings and I don't know I I expected a lot more fanfare in the sense of a a lot of kids really um bringing in some money to show exactly what the the name image and likeness looks like I don't know it's his first year granted but I've only seen like a couple of players really get big names I think and 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 I think I'm trying to figure out is can I think of her name? Um, she plays for UConn, um, and she signed with Gatorade. Oh, I gotta figure out her name. Um, Paige Beckers. That's who it was yeah, Paige, Paige Beckers when she signed with uh, the first college athlete to be signed by Gatorade. Um, yeah, which isn't surprising, but Paige is yeah, Paige yeah. Is, is is up there, and I and I love what she does for for black women as well, but. What was, I don't know. What, I was what expecting more of that. 
Huh? What were the numbers? Reportedly could earn one million. Yeah. And 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 honestly, I don't think it needs to get higher than that. You know what I mean? Like, like when when I thought of name image likeness, I, I wasn't necessarily thinking like that these kids would be making millions of dollars. Like I wasn't even thinking millions, honestly. I was thinking, you know, 50, 60 grand here, 100 grand. I was thinking in the hundreds for sure. Right. Like just just for again to make your life comfortable yeah you know what i mean like like i i wouldn't think in millions either um but now now again we 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 i don't think we've had any especially on the basketball scene like number one picks like you like i think had this been zion's class yeah you might yeah, be talking yeah, you might yeah. be talking millions you know what i mean like that's a that's a little different but there isn't that once in a generational star that that you you see really coming through the college ranks like right now so i think the name is image likeness is doing what it's supposed to do is 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 allowing these kids to be able to benefit from their name from their likeness from from their image from from like and not having the ncaa be like oh no you can't get no money like right. I, I think it's I think it's doing exactly what it what it what it's supposed to do. Now, how how will coaches use that in recruiting? Like they're still figuring it out this year. And I think it'll be something that, you know, through the test of time, we'll figure out. But like you got the kid at Alabama, the quarterback, said he was making like two million before he even stepped on the floor. So or on the field, excuse me. So, you know, like that's that's good in itself. Yeah, but but also in football too though, like he gotta stay three years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So like it ain't like basketball where you could be a one and done. Football, he gotta be out there for three years. So two million makes sense. Right. Okay. Um, we're gonna go into questions for David that fans have. Um, so the first one started with questions. You have fan questions. You know you are a, a superstar. So um this one is, is really good. This is from Tar Heel Family at UNC is Family on Twitter. And they asked you, as someone who played both the three and the four in college, where do you think Dontre Styles fits best as a freshman? So as I was watching him play the other day, um, first off, like Trez is super athletic. Um, I would have said the four if Coach Williams was still the coach, I would have said the four. Um, with this particular team, though, and this particular style of basketball, I think Trez is better suited at the three. Develop his game to be a little bit of a shooter and to be a guy that we can post up as well. So I think his, I think his game can be tailored to like an inside out type of guy, maybe a three and D guy. Um, but like he's he's super athletic. And I think I think the three may serve him a little bit better. Um, Cause I hadn't necessarily seen him shoot the ball either yet. Like if now, if he can shoot it, stretch four could be, you know, good for him. But I, I think I think right now from what I've seen, I think the three kind of suits him best. Um, this is from at Tar Heels 2014, Jeff Buzz Reynolds. Does David and or do you anticipate the patent UNC half court traps after timeouts to return? <sighs> like that's that's a tough one. Um, because again, it's a new coach. So as much as as, as much as North Carolina is North Carolina, I guess it, it's a different man at the head of it now. You know what I mean? So, like, it's it's not going to be the Carolina basketball that you, were, that you were used to seeing, like, over, <laughs> like, decades and decades. Like, because Coach Smith to Coach Gut to Coach Doherty to Coach Williams, they all ran the same thing. Like, it was the same exact system. 
and Coach Davis isn't doing that right now. Like, um, and 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 I and I do think the time has has come for like that change to be to be made simply because again we want to try to start developing players for the next level as well. And so the more that we can kind of change as 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 hard as that is and, and it's probably going to be even harder for the fans especially if we mess around and start losing right. Right. fans right. will be like yo get, go back to the you know north carolina old yeah. like but but i think right now like what north carolina is doing in the style of style of play that they're they're producing on the floor and the recruiting that they're doing um it, it is it's very sustainable and so I think that's the piece where our fans and and the players will start to see the benefits of what they're doing now later on down the road. Good. You answered my question on your thoughts of how um, the play has been so far. Um, this is from L Brothers Media. What do you think about the job? What do you think of the job Hubert and the staff have done so far? not just in terms of what we see on the court, but also how they have gone about creating their own version of Carolina basketball and what that, and what that may look like in the future. Yeah. I think, I think like he, he's like, he, he's trying to kind of tweak some things. Like he, he wants to keep it again. The foundation of it all is, is still Carolina, right? Like, it, like that part of it isn't going to change. Like, Again, he talks about playing smart, playing hard, playing together, like the, the energy and effort, effort and toughness. Like on the floor, those things are still Carolina basketball. Now, what they run may be completely different. So um, as far as on the court, I like it. I like the adjustments. Uh, again, there, there's still a few things that they can clean up uh, when it comes to trying to do things I guess the in the NBA way uh, a little bit. Um, there are a couple things that they can clean up, um, but when it comes down to, you know, what they're doing as far as crowding the interaction, social media, all of that kind of stuff, we'll, we'll kind of see how all of that goes and continues to develop as as Coach Davis continues to be the head coach of North Carolina. So. We'll see. Okay. And well, that's the wrap up of your questions. Um, I kind of want to hint at the NBA um, just a little bit because Kobe White has been doing fantastic in Chicago. And uh, Cam Johnson has been as well. Mm -hmm. Also today, uh, Justin Jackson signed a 10 day contract with the Phoenix Suns. So he will be playing with Cam Johnson. Um, Just from your perspective, uh, what does a, a Cam Johnson and Justin Cam Johnson and Justin Jackson duo look like for a team. How does a team benefit from those two Carolina players? Shoot. Like you get so to speak on Cam. Or a little speak, bit, like what does Cam, what does the Suns get, I guess specifically? Looking at them as a well whole. then well then you're talking about more so Justin, because they know what they got with Cam. Like right. Cam is like first off, like Cam, like. To be in this league, you need an elite ability. And Cam has that. He can shoot the basketball mm-hmm. from anywhere on the floor. And so when you have that type of, of, of elite ability, like you, you fit uh, in most systems. So Cam is like a, a foregone conclusion now. Like him going number 11 in the draft, like didn't even surprise me. Like mm-hmm. because... Because again, the way that he can shoot the basketball and when you get in these workouts and all of that kind of stuff and you perform like that, like it's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. And so I was happy for Cam and his development that he had at the University of North Carolina. As, and, and Kobe, we all know what Kobe was as far as a, like a score. Um, and then also Nasi a little as far as an athlete. Um, but, but for Justin, Justin, again, he got, he got, he got drafted um after the 2017 national championship and so he goes on plays a few years um 
in the NBA and now is kind of trying to work his way back. I think the thing with Justin is like the shooter that he was trying to become in at North Carolina, he has to be that in the league. Uh, so like a Cam Johnson, he can very much be a guy that has that elite skill. So Justin has probably one of the best floaters you've ever seen too. Like mm-hmm. once he puts the ball on the floor actually and gets to the rim, like he has one of the he has one of the softest, like best floaters that you will ever see. And so, but I don't know if that's enough to keep him in the league over time. So I'm I'm leaning towards if he can be able to shoot the basketball the way that a Cam Johnson does, um, then I think he sticks a little bit better than. Uh, he has been over the over over the last year or so, and also like he 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 won a chip. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He, like he's a champion. Like Milwaukee Bucks, they they won it. So you know, like he's he's a champion. And so now I think that carries a little bit of weight as well. You know what I mean? So, you know, we'll see. I'm I'm excited to see what they can do together. Again, it's a ten day contract, so if he can get in the game. Uh, you know, make a couple shots and they may turn into a second 10 day and then maybe an extension uh, for the rest of the season. But the the time is coming up. January 15 is, 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 is close. And that's where a lot of these decisions need to be made. Um, I'm also excited about um, to speak lastly on uh, Nasir Little. Um, He's been starting for Portland the last 10 games and um, he just had an interview with Chris Hayes, but um, I've been seeing quotes of him all over Twitter, um, just, you know, being the teammate, you know, le- being the role player that the team needs. And I've been excited to see his career excel. I, I always thought he was one of the players or Carolina players I've wanted to see really shut up people um, in the, you know, their perception of him and how he played at Carolina and thinking he left too early. He needed to stay and develop, blah, 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 blah. I'm just glad that. Portland has really taken a chance on him and given him the look of being the player that he can be. So kudos. I like, and that's, that's, I think that's, I think that's tough too, right? Like fans, like fans are fans. Like they, they want, and they are fan of their university first, Mm -hmm. not necessarily Mm -hmm. the player. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you always want your university to stay good. So they, they don't necessarily have the best interest of the player. They have the best interest of their school. Right. You know what I mean, so, and, and I think that's where a lot of fans get, that's where they start to go left a little bit. You know what I mean? Like they, they get in their feelings about certain things and they start to say things and, 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 it, and it's just, and, it, and it's tough. It's tough. You know, like they like they, but they deal with it in the NBA as well. Right. You just saw something with with John Morant and him missing yeah. twelve games due to COVID, and I mean Memphis playing well. Not to forget that this man was <laughs> like crazy John Morant. He and like he's the reason why y'all are even relevant. You know what I mean? Right. But right. as soon as he goes out on lineup and they do a little little bit decent without him. Now it's all oh, we were, and, and then he comes back and has a bad game. It's like, oh, we were better without you. Yeah. Oh, I hate it when they told him that. Yeah. And he, oh, that was heartbreaking to see how he was impacted by that. So, yeah, I that mean, was tough. Like these, but they, they're human. And Jaws, he's still, a, he's still young. Like, yeah. he, is he 21? He's a, either way, he's a baby. He can't be older yeah. than 23. Yeah. He's a kid. Yeah. Like he, he's still young. And so I think, Again, like I think fans have to kind of understand that and kind of understand what's best for the kid. Like nowadays, it's just not staying in college mm-hmm. because again, the NBA is so much off of potential, potential. And the younger that you are, the more they like you. Now, I do think it's going to switch a little bit. Like with guys like Chris Duarte, Corey Kisper going in the in the uh, in in lottery going in the lottery, being picked as seniors, you know, I think that's going to help a little bit. And, and the fact that they are having success in the NBA, 
uh, to a degree. I think that is going to change a little bit, but it's still based off potential, no matter what. Like it's still based off potential and the younger that you are to come out, the better your chances are, unfortunately. Fortunately and unfortunately. All right, well, that's a wrap on my half. We done got the Carolina. If you done, I'm done. <laughs> um, again, Carolina does play tomorrow against um, Notre Dame, 9 p.m. And uh, in Indiana, um, should be a really good game. I'm interested to see how Carolina finishes. Um, I do know that Justin McCoy is in COVID protocols. I don't, I do not know for sure if Carolina is adhering to the CDC guideline as far as five days in quarantine um you're good if you're not showing symptoms anymore but um we'll is, see is that this. like the whole is that like the whole thing yeah. regardless of like vaccine or booster they just they just threw us out here to die um <laughs> it's you know if you're vaccinated and boosted and you're asymptomatic to my yeah, understanding yeah. that is five days but then you can leave you can leave your quarantine, but you still have to wear a mask. Um, oh, okay. It's it's just a mess. I, I it's just a mess. So yeah. Either way, Justin McCoy. Um, we're not sure on him, but um, I wonder. Uh, Dawson Garcia is doing well. I know he left out early um, in the last game on Sunday. He only played, I think, just at two minutes. Uh, yeah. Due to an injury, so. Uh, we'll see. Well, is he in concussion protocol? Because he fell on his head, like he said on his head. Um, the notes don't say that. Um, okay. he's in concussion protocol. Um, but it 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 looked it looked yeah. Yeah, that's and that's I know what he I had, yeah. I, I was gonna ask about him, I, I, and I forgot to do so like during the spiel. But yeah, I, I forgot that he got injured um, at Boston College. So hoping he feels well. I do think this is a game he can sit out. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It made sense. And and plus, they were winning by so much. Like, even as as the game continued to progress, like, they didn't need them. So, Mm -mm. yeah, it was good for him to sit out. And I just watched LSU and Kentucky, um, or was watching it. And uh, Wheeler ended up going out with a whiplash, a concussion or something. He got hit by a screen. So, um, yeah, it's definitely. Basketball is still basketball. So, you know, it's a contact sport for sure. So, you know, just continue to say your prayers and and do the best you can as far as staying safe on that basketball court. Well, before we close out, uh, Georgia Tech is hanging in there with Duke. Uh, They're only up by five. Um, I'm about to call them Durham. (laughs) Uh, Duke is only up by five and they have seven minutes left to go. So, um, yeah, that that yeah. zone that zone can be a little stifling. So we'll see what they do with it. Like, and of course, if they lose, we'll talk about it on the next podcast. So, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, that's a wrap for me. That's a wrap for me too. And ladies and gentlemen, we definitely appreciate y'all because you know how we do it. We holla. <laughs>